Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. The two teams with the best combination of overall records and conference records in the Coastal Division of the Atlantic Coast Conference go head-to-head. Saturday afternoon up in Charlottesville, it will be Duke at UVA. They're both 4-2. and two. They have 2-1 and one conference records. The winner certainly will be viewed as a very serious contender for a trip to the ACC title game. We love to talk life, sports, football, and his Blue Devils with the 12th year leader at Duke in football, David Cutcliffe. Coach, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm good, David. Uh, intense week, to say the least. I'll bet. Let's goof around before we get to the intense stuff. We saw you dancing again after the win over the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Did you find the same dance partner? And at any point, Coach, do either your wife or children or players, like, chime in and give you dance reviews? Oh, the players always do. (laughs) They laugh at me, and, you know, rightfully so, don't think I can even come close to to doing any of that right. Um, Sandra... Every week is she's worked here since we've been here on game day and uh, does a wonderful job and her daughter Robin and they're just great friends a, a lot of folks that we see and have seen for a lot of years now so that's a celebratory dance that I really look forward to and uh, yeah I, it kind of for forever it didn't get on right you know, right video yeah now they so, follow you everywhere yeah so you know. I don't. I don't know. I may have to put on something formal and do something different here if we're gonna. If we're gonna go. Uh, what do they call viral? With it, right? <laughs> right. Well, it's funny, Coach. Earlier this year, Mac Brown of North Carolina did that dance famously, and that went viral. And he joined us and mentioned a couple things. One. So much goes into a single victory that probably most casual fans don't understand. That darn it, you just want to feel you. You feel like you want to dance and let it out in other ways. And in his case, coach, I don't know if, if you've ever used this tactic. He actually was at some event where the players danced as they were sharing personal stories. And then it came Coach Brown's time to share and dance. And he said, "I'm sharing a story, but I'm not dancing unless you guys beat the Gamecocks." So he like left the carrot out there on the stick. Uh, how has that kind of thing worked for you with your players? Well, I, they haven't asked for that yet. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's funny. Uh, they will usually like we can order them, you know, through Nike a special shoe or something. So. They would rather get that than they would see me dance, that's for sure. <laughs> David Cutcliffe is with us. He's on Twitter, at David Cutcliffe. It's his 4-2 and two Devils at 4-2 and two UVA, Saturday afternoon, 3.30. That is a game on the ACC Network. You had your own turnaround that has since become famous here. You inherited a team with a lot of issues, and now you've taken the Devils to one of the best stretches, uh, really the best extended stretch in modern Duke football history. Your opponent... Uh, has a at least somewhat similar story. Bronco Mendenhall went 2-10 his first year in Charlottesville. Now he's a coastal contender, as you are. H- how do you summarize what you see now when you prepare for the Cavaliers? Is it mostly about better talent, or are there a lot of things that go into those sorts of uh, culture changes? Well, there's no question there are a lot of things, and Bronco's been a really good friend for a long time. We've served together on the American Football Coaches Association board, and he's done it right for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's no question it's culture. Uh, their talent's better, yes. But there is a culture there, not only in just 
the way they go about their work. It's the quality of their work, defensively, offensively, and in the kicking game. This will be as balanced a team as you will play all year. They make you play every down. They rarely make a mistake. Uh, he's very, he's a great teacher of defense, and so they're they're just not out of position. So if you look at them, they're not going to give up many explosives, and they will tackle well on offense. They sustain blocks, and then you throw in Bryce. <laughs> he has changed the game for them. Yeah. So there's the talent factor. I think he's terrific. Uh, when I'm not having to prepare. Yeah. For him or play him, I enjoy watching him play quarterback. But uh, he's just terrific. And with all of that said, yeah, they're they're a big-time football team. Well, you mentioned one Bryce. Bryce Perkins, of course, is that dual-threat quarterback who has really energized the Cavaliers. Everybody feels bad for a different Bryce. Bryce Hall, probably the Cavaliers' number one NFL prospect, uh, possible first-round pick. He goes down with a season-ending injury. Coach, it looks like I just want you to take us into the you know the brain of a coach. It really looked like the Miami Hurricanes dramatically changed play calling before Bryce Hall left the game as a star cornerback and then after he exited. It wasn't like a, a slight twist. It was like they didn't go near him before and they went after his replacement afterward. You know, you spend all week planning. In your experience, how much do you react to something that you could not have known was coming in the well, moment. Well, yeah, for, first let me say this. I think it's horrific to see those yeah. types of injuries to any player. Uh, certainly a great player. It's, it's uh, just made me sick to my stomach yeah. when I watch it on tape. And you can tell one thing for those that are thinking about him in the NFL, that is one tough son of a gun. No kidding. He set up, and, I mean, he did not roll. He, uh, it was amazing. But, and playing uh, on special teams, right? Yeah, he's there and got hurt playing on special yep. teams. And as we all know, a lot of stars think that might be beneath them. Right. But that's part of their culture. He, uh, you know, and when that happens in a game, yeah, every one of us are going to be aware of what the circumstance. They put a really good player over there. They took a starting safety who I – you know, I can tell he's a good cover man. Now, he's not Bryce Hall, right. but but he's certainly a good cover man. And, yeah, Miami has also got big-time guys outside. I mean, good gosh, can they run and they've got size. And so I think it probably encouraged them to play a little differently and they move the ball more. I don't think that you're going to take a Virginia defense and have 14 play drives against them. I think Miami realized also – there was opportunity, and they started making a few big plays, which helped them put a few enough points on the board. They didn't score a lot, but 17 points on the board was enough in that day to win. David Cutcliffe is joining us on the David Glenn Show. He took the Devils to the ACC title game back in 2013. With a win in Charlottesville, the Devils would be on track to at least have a shot of doing that again. He's taken the Devils to six bowl games in the last seven years. Back in August, you promised us that you saw a lot from your defense. And I know the numbers can vary here and there, but some of the numbers suggest that whereas Clemson is playing defense, you know, kind of at a top five level nationally, 
that you and the Cavaliers, maybe along with another team you just saw, Pitt, most numbers I see suggest that you, the Panthers, and the Cavs are playing the next best defense. What, what are your guys doing right on that side of the ball, and do you think it is your best defense in 12 years at Duke? Oh, I do, without a doubt. I, I think the balance of the defense, uh, we've got a lot of speed, but we've got more strength. We've got depth up front. Uh, that we have not had. We're playing a lot of people up front, and it's, that's really beneficial. Uh, people thought linebacker might be, you know, a weakness when, when losing two really great players in Ben and Joe Giles Harris. But, you know, those guys, we knew. I mean, we were the only ones that we knew how good we would be. And Kobe, Brandon Hill, Shaka, Xander Gagnon, we got a lot of people playing well there. And then our secondary is fast, active. Um, Dylan Singleton, when healthy, is as good a player as I've been around as far as a playmaker. And uh, he does a great job at safety, and our corners are playing at a high level. They're both really, really fast and really good athletes. So hopefully we can hang on to this throughout the rest of the season. Coach, when you look at that, what's often called coastal chaos, obviously Georgia Tech has a new coach, and they're struggling right now. But among the other six teams – I know there's occasionally been a blowout. I mean, you guys went to Blacksburg and just hammered the Hokies. But for the most part, I mean, do you see UVA as like the team to chase? Or do you, I mean, you just played Pitt. Um, is it just shades of gray among the six teams not named Georgia Tech right now? Well, I think that there was a reason Virginia was picked to win. Yeah. And I think Bryce Perkins is just a part of that. Yeah. I think they've got a good football team. They had a lot of returning starters on both sides of the ball. They're outstanding in the kicking game. So I would say that for all of us, they are the team to chase still. Um, they're an outstanding team. But, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about gray. What, what the Coastal Division has done, you know, championships are decided in November, but we've brought November to October. Yeah. So every time you line up, you're in the playoffs as far as the Coastal Division Championship. I love that feeling. Uh, I hope our team embraces that. I like playing in meaningful football games, and I actually like it when it's hard. I think that's that's kind of your opportunity to go to another level as a program. So, you know, you, you should view those as, as incredible. I have a little formula. I just say that the, 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 the size of the challenge – times the rate of your effort will, will give you, excuse me, times your effort will give you the rate of your growth. Hmm. Well, we're in a growing opportunity right now. The challenges are going to be huge this week, next week. Let's, let's find out. Let's put phenomenal effort into the preparation and the playing of these games. What will it do to our program? You seniors, what will this do to pass this on to our freshmen? So I think these are great opportunities. It's a lot of fun. It's why I love coaching from the football perspective. I love it most just working with young people. But, man, this is a good time of year. And uh, I love all of these meaningful games and beautiful days, don't you? Oh, and folks, think of this. I know, Coach, your tunnel vision, you're not allowed to think about anything besides your trip to UVA, and I totally respect that. But just as a college football fan and somebody who loves this stuff, in the bigger picture, your guys can't think about it, but Notre Dame is coming to Duke in early November. And some, I mean, you guys have back-to-back, again, only think of the Cavs, but you've got that trip to Chapel Hill, another coastal contender. 
I, I, I don't know if you can ask for much more than this in late October and early November, and you get a chance, I think, to heal up in there in between uh, somewhere, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we're open before Notre right. Dame. We need it, and then we need to put some nails maybe that catch their bus tires and slow them down a little bit. <laughs> They're good. We've been watching them on film against Virginia, and um, I, I'm not sure yet if the Bears didn't dress out in their <laughs> uniforms. But. Hey, it doesn't surprise me that you and Bronco are friends because you're truly kindred spirits. You're two of the guys that I've come to just really admire and respect in more ways than I can count. So uh, may the best team win. Good luck in Charlottesville. And as always, thanks for the time on the David Glenn Show. Thanks a lot, David. Take care. You got it.